Welcome to Champions of Care, a champion chair podcast and your go-to resource for industry-leading insights regarding medical seating and their applications. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. The healthcare industry is one where supplies can truly be life or death. A robust and reliable supply chain for a hospital or a care facility, as well as suppliers that truly understand the needs of the industry, can remove a lot of stress to keep physicians and hospital management focused on the most critical task, which is taking care of the patient. So what are the tangible ways that an expert supplier can create a long-lasting, quality relationship in the healthcare industry. What does that really look like? To give a how we did it perspective, I'm pleased to welcome CEO of Champion Chair, Matt Weissmiller. Matt, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing terrific. Thank you for having me. I love it. It's been a busy day for Matt. Matt is headed to a trade show after this podcast, so you are fully booked. I am. I'm surprised we even were able to eke into the Outlook calendar. It can be tough out here, you know? Of course. <laughs> it's a busy time of year. So, Matt, let's jump right in to the conversation. To start, how are you seeing the healthcare supply chain evolve in real time? What's changing about it? What has changed in the last few years? And then what do you think is leading to that evolution? I think that uh, one of the things we're seeing very regularly out in the healthcare biosphere is really a division between what I would call expert and value-added supply chain partners and those who provide large dollars, but more commodity, uh, you know, basically simpler products and services that are competing pretty much on a price basis. I think that that division, which has always existed some in healthcare, is widening. What do you think is leading to that? Why is that happening? I think that it's really complexity. So when you look at the ever-changing world of technology out there, and I'm talking about all vectors of technology from digital to video, things as simple as training, which has always been done manually, is being obviously uh, really revolutionized by all the different digital tools that are available today, mobility, all of that. It's all really driven by complexity and the fact that healthcare is already quite a complex environment and then you throw the complexity of emerging technologies on top of that, you basically have something that you cannot keep up with unless you have the right partnerships. And I think that this is really what's driving it. And I know Champion Chair uh, has really tried to differentiate itself in this market by looking to take a product that you were already doing well, but elevate it to the level of a solution. So going product to solution. What does that distinction mean to you in practice? I think it's really uh, working closely with your client base to understand kind of the higher level uh, metrics or higher level performance criteria that they're looking at. And Make sure that your product is not only well aligned with that, but that your services are getting each client closer and closer to being the most competitive provider in their specific market. I mean, it kind of sounds like embracing the consultative side of what you do even more, making it a holistic part of the business. That's absolutely what it's all about. It's really getting close to the client, finding out what it is that they feel they do well, what it is that they feel they do poorly and work closely with them to try to accentuate the positives and 
minimize the negatives or even eliminate the the negatives if that's possible. So when you're working with a care center management team, do they know that they need consultative services from, you know, their chair supplier? Is that something that they're looking for or is that something you really have to kind of slowly chip away at and show that, look, we're more than the supplier. We can provide you a deeper service. Yeah. So I think being an expert uh, supplier or an expert partner is something that you earn over time. And I think most companies that hold that position in healthcare have been doing it for quite a long time. At Champion, I feel like we have some very significant successes under our belt in recent years, but I think we've been doing this for too short of a period for all of our clients to be aware that we can bring that to the party. I do think that it's important to lead in a you know consultative manner mm-hmm. when you first uh, engage in the sale, and that's when you really inform each of the clients that are working on a project that you can help them with things like customer satisfaction, you know, clinical aspects of, de- of delivery, basically being able to market themselves more effectively in their marketplace. You can take them through some of the capabilities that you have that go well beyond just the capital product that you offer. Right. Then looking internally, uh, how do you achieve that kind of product to solution shift as a company, changing the culture, the literal skill sets, hiring new people, you know, you know, getting your people in the mindset of being consultative and not just suppliers of products. I think it starts with a pretty significant shift in culture. And that shift is really moving away from the culture that says, you know, we want to win every deal that's out there. And that's obviously a competitive and kind of high volume culture. And it shifts to, we actually want to win a client one at a time for the long term. So it's not just a deal-based culture, but it's really about securing the trust of significant clients one at a time and sort of building that wall uh, one brick at a time with multiple clients. Mm -hmm. That's really the shift that's required, I believe. Yeah. Well, and I know you have a lot of experience doing this. You've done it at least twice before, uh, and now you are with Champion Chair, uh, you know, really helping them embody that vision of being more than just a product, but a uh, an expert supplier. Give us a little context on your career and some of the lessons that you learned taking your previous companies that you worked with uh, and turning them from a product-oriented company to a solutions-oriented company. So first of all, I am a healthcare lifer. So I've nice. never I've never worked in any industry other than healthcare and my experience, you know, is therein. I believe that most companies are at their best form or their finest form when they're really not just producing a product as a commodity focused on cost, you know, things like that, but I think that they're at their highest, you know, their highest level of maturity is when they're providing the product, but then they surround it with certain capabilities and services that basically makes it a turnkey for the client to where the, the client doesn't actually have to go seek knowledge about the task at hand because they can turn to this expert supplier who does it four or 500 times a year mm. and is seen everything that's out there in terms of new ideas, new capabilities, and really different ways of driving internal processes. And so that expert supplier really brings that to bear and 
the customer, the client, gets to take advantage of that high volume, high diversity mix of projects that, that, that their partner company has seen over the last year or two. Previous to my joining Champion, I spent uh, a number of years in the uh, operating room space in healthcare. And this is actually a really good example of what I'm talking about because operating rooms are quite complex. The technology is changing every day. And I think it's pretty challenging for health institutions and you know ambulatory surgical centers to really keep up with the technology. So one of the things that we commonly discussed with clients is, for example, hybrid rooms where an operating room would have a piece of imaging equipment in it, which 10 years ago was really a very emerging idea using computer-aided, image-guided, uh, basically technologies to supplement surgeries. What we did in that particular uh, company is we served as a conduit to any client who was building a new set of surgery units or operating rooms, and we could bring to them kind of the latest that we had been working on over the last year or year and a half in the area of hybrid surgical suites or workflow or other aspects of the room design. You know, why we were not really ultimately the arbiter of the room design or, you know, basically the origin of the room design, we did bring a lot of feedback to the process on what typically worked and what did not work. Let's turn now to Champion Chair specifically. I know that y'all consider yourselves an expert supplier, um, or at least you're on the trajectory to really embodying that in every aspect of your company motto, your company culture, and how you interface with clients. Uh, what do you feel like you're doing specifically to achieve that expert supplier status? And what makes that distinction when you are in the healthcare space, for specifically for a product like yours, which is uh, you know turnkey chair um, solutions for healthcare organizations? Well, first of all, I would describe Champion as on the trajectory. I, I think that this is one of those journeys that is actually never really over. You're always continuing to learn you know, what sort of knowledge or expertise you can bring to your client base. Sure. And I think that we're, you know, we're relatively early in our journey, but we're quite knowledgeable about things like products and processes that lead to a high degree of comfort. So this is a specific example for Champion. You know, we're we're strongest in environments that I would describe as treatment, where a patient would actually sit on our chair platform, could be four or five hours at a time, um, receiving chemotherapy, dialysis, some other uh, type of interventional medicine. And it's very common, you know, for people to feel uncomfortable, cold, all of the above. And I think that we have designed a number of layers of comfort providing technology into our platform. And we've also learned about not just how the platform provides it, but how process does as well. So there's a good example. I think others that we're quite well-versed in that we're continuing to learn about is really customer satisfaction and how the, you know, how the chair really factors into customer satisfaction metrics for our clients. When you're working with these care centers and hospital systems, if you're looking big picture, do you have to get down to that granular level for each hospital itself to really understand what their needs are? Uh, or is it a broader journey of understanding the needs of the industry as a whole, you know, just because most care organizations have similar needs. So you don't necessarily need to go to XYZ hospital and ABC hospital to really 
get in the weeds or is it a mix of both? What are you seeing? I think it's a mix of both. What we typically see is uh, there are some clients who are very organized in their approach to capturing their requirements. So they know exactly what they want to do, what they're thinking. They, they then ask a lot of questions about, okay, so what are you seeing out there about this particular topic? What are you seeing you know, in public? What are you seeing in private teaching institutions? So I think that that's one group. Then there's another group who is thinking about some of the products that they're going to acquire maybe as a little bit more of a commodity. And you have to remind them that there are a lot of different options out there and that we're very capable of working them through those options so that they can identify the path that they'd like to take. So what are some of those specific returns on investment that come from having an expert supplier guide their product decision making uh, when it comes to their chairs and their seating solutions in the you know entire healthcare system or healthcare network? I think that, uh, so first of all, I want to be clear, you know, I'm not talking about clinical outcomes here because right. uh, really none of what we bring to the table is significant in materially, you know, changing the clinical outcome for sure. a patient or patients. This is really kind of the non-clinical metrics. You know, some good examples are, again, I mentioned customer satisfaction is uh, something where comfort is very important to that. Their connectedness. So our chairs are well connected in a number of different ways. You can charge your digital device. We have uh, basically uh, arms and uh, storage modalities that are actually built into the chair so that you have your tablet, you have your phone. That's another aspect that really leads to customer satisfaction. And then just, you know, the overall visual experience that you have. So you feel like you're really sitting in a premium seating product that um, is not only beautiful, but very functional and basically allows you to adjust to whatever position you want to. Those are several examples of the return that a client can see. Now, of course, ultimately, those are just, those are secondary metrics. What clients are really looking for is the building of a reputation or a brand in their local market over time to be the best, to be the most comfortable, to have the highest satisfaction, to be connected, all of those sorts of things. So you're really looking for market share or improved competitiveness mm. in your local market. And I think that that's where ultimately really where the return on investment is going to come from. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know in general healthcare experience, you know, the, the aesthetic value of the space that you are being cared in might go a longer way than people would even realize. There's something special about, you know, seeing color, about feeling comfortable in the waiting room or when you are literally being treated. If it feels sterile and the kind of negative connotation of the word, not the positive connotation of keeping your healthcare organization sterile, that I think impacts how you perceive the care itself. Uh, and, you know, though it isn't 100% linked to the literal outcome of the quality of the care, I think it is to just general perception, especially if you're there consistently. I mean, you know, consider going to your hospital for chemotherapy treatment. I'm not sure how often chemotherapy treatment actually happens, but regularly, right? Uh, and you're sitting in that same chair. I mean, you, you would hope that it's a comfortable chair. You would hope the room is inviting. You would hope the general attitude of the place and the aesthetic of the place is inviting if it's going to be, you know, a staple of 
your foreseeable future. I, I really do think it goes a longer way than people outside the industry might realize. So I guess it's good to hear from you that hospital systems understand that dynamic. And yeah, it's more than just like a differentiator to make yourself a better hospital versus the competitor. It really is part of the um, the customer care journey. I think that it's absolutely an aspect of the quality of care that you receive. Mm. Because I think that when, uh, when patients come into a space where they're going to be treated and it's warm, it's inviting, it's beautiful, it looks organized, there's a level of trust that comes from yep. that. And the patient feels a lot more comfortable about the journey that they're about to embark upon. And I think that uh, hospitals absolutely understand that as well as clinics and all other forms. The, the challenge is really how do you provide a warm and inviting environment that's also clinically competent and also cost-effective? Right. That's really the challenge that our clients are typically faced with. Being in an industry like healthcare, um, providing products and solutions that are guaranteed safe and that uh, you know exude uh, an aura of safety as a company, uh, both internally and externally, is a must. So break down some of the work that Champion Chair does, either in its internal quality control uh, that ensures safety, or in, it, in its external delivery of product, or just interfacing with the client um, that promotes safety is an important part of getting your product installed and effective in the healthcare system. You know, this could be a long conversation. Let's do it. <laughs> but I'll keep it I'll keep it nice and brief. <laughs> There's a number of important vectors around safety. One of them is first of all, really knowing how users interact with the product. Mm. And you make sure that any core activity is easy to do and easy to understand, almost to the point where you you almost feel like you don't have to train people on it. Now, of course you're going to train them, but it's so intuitive that you can just do it. And then I think the second piece to it is doing the analysis on while a user is activating functionality, like what could go wrong? Mm. Where is something, like for example, where is something that sticks out down by your feet that you might not see, that you could trip on? I'm getting pretty specific here. No, I, I appreciate the specifics. But go I ahead. think this is really the role of good design early on in the process is you need to be aware of all the things that can go wrong through a comprehensive risk assessment and then make sure that's designed out of the product as much as possible. And wherever it is not designed out of the product, it's included in the training. Mm. How do you find that that alleviates uh, some of the stress of care for the physicians and the healthcare professionals that are interfacing with patients day to day? I think it's pretty simple and, and I'm gonna repeat it. Yeah. It's keeping it simple. Nice. That's that's yep. what that's what really alleviates the stress because these caregivers, whether it's a physician or a physician's assistant uh, or a nurse, these are highly highly trained people that interact with lots of technology all day. And trust me, when they when they interact with a product that is so simple that they feel like they can't make a mistake or you know they don't have to worry as much about it, that's really big. Keeping it simple and uncomplicated and you know you're going to get positive outcomes with the product with really you know no or very few uh negative interactions yeah what was the phrase uh, back in the day it was kiss keep yeah. it simple stupid <laughs> this is very true <laughs> yeah. i mean most of the time uh in healthcare the devices you know they're doing something pretty complex mm. so there's all it's only so simple that they can get right but 
with the case of a a piece of clinical seeding or what we call a healthcare recliner, it is possible to keep that product very, very simple and very easy to interact with. So we really work very hard to make sure that we do that. Champion Chair also creates and manufactures chairs for the doctors and the physicians themselves that they sit in, you know, in, in a treatment room, right? Yes. Yes. So that is another layer of interfacing with and creating a positive relationship with a, uh, you know, a healthcare organization, because just as it's important to keep the patient comfortable and enjoying their time in the space, the only people that are there more often are the professionals themselves. And there are several trends that show that physician burnout is something that continues in the industry. It's pushing a lot of nurses, a lot of doctors away from the industry. And you know, yeah, at the end of the day, that's not because their chair isn't comfy, you know, but that does add a layer of comfort to their day to day. You know, I'm sure it doesn't help if they have a chair that they sit down on and the wheels bust off or, you know, their back hurts because they're sitting in it all day. So those little things, I think, ripple out as well. Tell me a little bit about that dynamic as well on how Champion Chair tries to be an expert supplier for the physicians and their experience as well. I think it's important to, you know, you really recapped it effectively and that these are people who are working long hours under a lot of stress and they're seeing a lot of patients. There's a lot of complexity in their world and everything you can do. I mean, this is, this is not, I think, a major alleviation, but if they have a really high quality, robust seating product yeah. that they're sitting on, that they're comfortable with, and you know they sit in it every day, that's just one thing off the list that really makes their lives simpler and easier. Right. It's not like the final solution. It's just like one less thing to worry about. It's one brick in the wall is really right. the way to think about it. I mean, there's a lot of things that have to be done to make it easier for the caregivers that are in these facilities. We feel like you know, if we can contribute two or three or four of those bricks each time there's a, uh, you know, a new facility, then we're doing a good job. Brick and mortar through and through. All right. That about does it for our conversation today. Are there any final thoughts that you want to give to the audience about what it really means to be an expert supplier and why it's important to be thinking of yourself if you are a supplying uh, manufacturer to try to become more than just a product giver and to be an actual expert supplier. Yeah, I think I would just give a shout out to all of those decision makers that are out there and say, just ask, mm. you know, just ask if the suppliers that you're interacting with, if, you know, if there's another level of expertise or information that they can bring, not just about how their own product operates, but about what other clients are doing, what other types of technologies are coming into the marketplace. You may be surprised. I think that a lot of companies are really moving in this direction. And uh, I think the wise, uh, I think the wise customer is always looking for someone that can help, you know, beyond just the product that they provide. Love it. All right. We've been chatting with Matt Weissmiller, CEO of Champion Chair. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time. <laughs>